Previously on Living a Broadcast. We have ourselves a lost episode, everyone. Who do we uh, have to blame for that? Well, you have uh, no, no one but me to uh, to blame for our lack of episode that last week. So I was talking about on the past episode, me driving to Kelowna in this car that I rented. Then I was uh, doing some partying one night and the car was parked on the street and um, I had neglected to take my backpack out. Uh, the rental car window was smashed overnight and my laptop got stolen, including the memory card that the uh, the podcast was on. It was a good episode. We had our friend Ryan join us, who was absolutely lovely. And I, and I hope that we will eventually have him on again. Hello and welcome to Living a Broadcast, the podcast about where people are from, how they got here, and what they're doing now. I'm Eric. I'm James. Mikey. And... Uh, You've all just heard our uh, little uh, pre-intro giving some context to tonight's episode. Um, I guess just before we left Europe, uh, my laptop was unfortunately taken and uh, we have redeemed ourselves for that last episode. We're really excited. Last episode, lost episode. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, we're back in the studio tonight to uh, make up for that. So we have... Ryan joining us. Hi, Ryan. Hi, thanks for having me back. Hey, <laughs> thank, thank you for you. coming uh, back. Appreciate yeah, it. For the listeners out there, this is the first time I guess you're hearing Ryan. Um, the audio file that he was on was completely lost, so we're here uh, kind of starting over again a few months later. Little deja vu. Uh, little deja vu. Good. If I could have chosen any guests to have back. Yeah. Oh, well, that Ryan. means the world. Yes. Thanks, Mike. Yes. The yes. Uh, first, <laughs> first repeat guest we've had laura on twice but once as a host once as a guest yeah so uh yeah um yeah yeah, first uh second time offender (laughs) but yeah uh, eric eric just kind of glosses over the fact the lost episode you know know, the the, the scars still run the scars are still here man well i was gonna say say ryan there's been 22 episodes and the one that he loses is yours. How do you feel about that disrespect? I mean, like I said, like I told you when I came in, I, I was refreshing Spotify all day the next day, and I was like, "These guys have just deleted it. They've listened back, and they thought, no, we're not having this guy on so that." And there was more episodes, and I was like, "Yeah, no, they've definitely deleted it." Uh, I mean, it took us a while to believe his story. We're still not too sure. No, I Something... tried to follow up with the Kelowna police to see if the events actually happened. You're not the only yeah. one there, Mike. <laughs> wow. Something doesn't. A whole internal investigation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We had to talk to Living a Broadcast's HR person to see if there was any transgressions made. <laughs> but it's nice to hear there's been no bad blood. Yeah, you've been listening since. I know. Absolutely. Waiting. But chomping at the bit to come back on air. So we're happy uh, to have you back. We are indeed. Yeah. Were you hesitant to come back on? No, of, not because at all. of Eric? I mean, there was a bit of, you know, like I said, there was no bad blood, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I get you. I get you. Yeah, and he has come out on a rather stormy night here in Vancouver. So, you know, we're yeah. usually painting a picture tonight. The window's pretty steamed up tonight. It's uh, there's a Ooh. full-blown storm going on out there. <laughs> Look out. It's getting steamy. It's getting steamy, yeah. The episode in my bedroom was last week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What a so, what? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, we are now not in a sauna in Eric's living room. We're back, uh, back in the, the usual studio. So, yeah, here we are. Yeah. No view of the North Shore Mountains tonight. Um, but we can see saw, McDonald's. Yeah, we can, <laughs> in, can all its, uh, in all its golden glory. Um, we saw a lightning flash. Yep, that hasn't been back since, but it's uh, 
hopefully that means it's getting out of here. But I think it's forecast now for the next yeah. few days. But uh, here we are. But uh, Ryan, what have you been up to today? Uh, quite a bit today, actually, because I'm, I'm leaving Vancouver next month. So I'm just trying to sell all my stuff, you know, Craigslist, Facebook market. So I managed to yeah. sell my bike today, actually, which was... Oh. I actually had to use the, you know, the bike, which I thought was snowplow things on the front of the bus. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's right. That's literally right. sat in the middle of the bus, like, don't forget your bike. Uh, don't forget your bike. Don't forget your bike. <laughs> literally <laughs> watching, go. like, don't fall off. Was don't that the first off. time you'd ever used one of those things? Yeah, I actually had to ask the bus driver to show me how to put it on. <laughs> so I think we need, we need to give a bit of context because we've got yes. to remember our listeners ah, have sorry. never heard yes. this before. Yeah, we were alluding to the last episode where yes. we did, in yes. fact, sorry. discuss... No, no, it's, 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 it's good. Cause, no, it's uh, okay. Yeah, because it, it brings it back up it's to good. us as well because we're like, oh, yeah, um, because we did talk about the bike racks on the front of our Vancouver yeah. buses. So what did you think about those when you first well, saw Well, like it? I said, I thought they were snow plows. And like- so, so just kind of like describing your own words, the, the whole mechanism and how you how that led you to think that they were snow plows. Well, you know, uh, this Canada, isn't it? I thought it was all snowy. <laughs> and then I got here and there was like all these like snow plow looking things on the front of the bus. And I was like, well, the to add two and two and I got 75 and, <laughs> and then I like saw someone putting a, a bike on the front of the bus I was like, wow. oh, I'm so glad I didn't mention that to anyone <laughs> yeah. well no, now you've listened yeah mention it to about six listeners well, yeah. yes yeah. Thanks, guys. Um, so did you uh, you put the bike on did you go and deliver it to someone what I did yeah it was a girl I used to work with before she um, messaged me on Facebook market just saying like oh I'll have your bike I was like boom done there we go yeah, so you actually had made to made fifty bucks off it as well. Not bad. Yeah, it's pretty nice. good, worth yeah. having. And you, uh, you, so you took the plunge and you decided to operate the mechanism. To well, get your I was gonna on. cycle and then it started raining. And I was like, well, I'm not going in that. So I, I yeah, literally just waiting for the bus and I was like, dude, dude. yeah, do it. Just to ask the driver. Just like I've never done this before. Can you please show me? And it was a lot harder than I thought it was gonna yeah. be. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of mechanisms, a lot of levers and everything. Yeah. A lot of yeah. moving pieces. How many? I mean about two, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, there's a kind of a, a delicacy to it. So you, you gotta be, you know, it can't be too heavy handed. If you pull it too hard, it doesn't move. If yeah. you pull it too light, you have to, yeah, there's this kind of a sweet spot for it, mm. but it does take a lot of messing around. I Just in case she is listening, sorry, I'll say thank you to the bus driver that did show me. Sorry. Cheers. <laughs> We got to post a picture of one of these things to social media <laughs> and maybe even a how-to video. Maybe that would be great, and I—that I, would help a lot of people. I got to tell you, since you mentioned this, Ryan, uh, which would have been like three months ago now, I think of it every time I see a bus, <laughs> and every time I think of it, I think if it actually was a snowplow, best invention ever. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. nearly every winter, the TransLink Link buses fuck up on snowy roads right? so if they had their own little snow plow attached to themselves yeah brilliant but you know the other yeah. thing i saw the other day at main street uh sky train station mm-hmm. they actually have uh, a rack on the wall for you to practice on Really? Yeah. Wow. That's no kidding. Edition. I'm going to have to take a photo. The yeah, SkyTrain station that we can see from here, they nice. have a full-blown bus bike rack. I, th- I was wondering what you meant, like what to practice, but then I realised like putting your bike on. The whole what yeah. I should have seen now. In inverted commas. I oh, know I should have probably. Yeah. I probably should have that. Told you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God. Okay, so now that how-to video has got to be a Rocky-style training montage. Yeah. Including yeah. with mounting one on an actual bus. And to date, am I the only one that's used those still in this room? I will Still I've stay away okay. from I've used it. one about half hour ago. So yeah, yeah. yeah. so I'm well, the only one. The, the, the driver helped you. Yeah, <laughs> used so few and far between that I have to like relearn every time okay. because it's once like just every few months. That yeah, because when 
that's it doesn't come up to because usually you are as, as ryan said riding the bike until the yeah. weather takes a turn or yeah. something um but yeah that was when i was regularly mountain biking and I didn't have the car that was the way to get to the mountain so the the 211 bus goes along pender all the way to mount seymour and you just get off at the end stop and up the road you go so it was a yeah bi-weekly uh, event but but there's no way no matter how many times you do it there's no way where you wouldn't just have a little bit of nervousness worrying that the whole bus is looking at you judging you. Yeah. no it becomes fluid oh, honestly <laughs> when you're doing it that quickly you even gets a bit of a game with yourself as well so okay i'm gonna beat this record it gets a bit sad <laughs> uh, but because of that you, it does, yeah it does push you to be like okay, i'm gonna make this as smooth as possible and you'd be surprised you're already raring to go holding the bike pull the thing down lock it in you're good to but go but you've got to be raring what? to go because you're terrified the bus is gonna pull off like <laughs> no no forget that you're the person that's put the bike on there yeah that's why yeah, yeah I, know. I can imagine james does it really quickly walks on the bus fist bumps the driver <laughs> and then sits down you're not too far off yeah <laughs> but that was, of course, pre-car, so now uh, I haven't yeah. used one for ages. I would forget all over again, there's no doubt. But um, I did have a time, 2015, I had a friend visiting, and, of course, we were just catching up uh, on the bus. My bike was on the front, and we just got off because we are still deep in chat, catching up as we did, and uh, there goes the bus with my bike <laughs> on the front. So, oh, so yeah, I had to run after it, and luckily the, I, the stop wasn't too far away. It was at a red light. But, uh, Damn, felt like you had happen. your bike to yeah. chase the bus. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it didn't get too out of hand. I remember one of the first times I took a bus after I moved to Vancouver. I was doing an open mic downtown, and uh, I was just about to... It was a few stops before mine, taking the bus back to Burnaby, and I guess some guy had his bus, his bike mounted on the front of the bus, and he was sitting at the very back, which is kind of an inopportune spot to sit, but proclaimed to maybe five people on the bus and the driver, he was just like, wait! (laughs) That's that's embarrassing. (laughs) It startled me. I was like, just proclaimed. Like... It's kind of like, Sparta with his bike. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. <laughs> there must be. We could almost do a podcast on bi- bicycling stories in oh, Vancouver. Sure. Mm. Absolutely. I feel like there would be a huge culture for that. Yes, but tons, uh, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, this is not living a bike cast. <laughs> yeah. no. Tune in next week for that. Yes, it's a spin-off episode. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, it is living a broadcast and we've got Ryan rejoining us tonight. So you touched on this briefly before talking about this uh, snowplow dilemma with the buses that uh, you are now leaving. I am, yeah. Unfortunately, my... uh, We're going to start at the end of this story, I suppose. Yeah. Work our way back. Work our way back. Yeah. Yeah. So... uh, Why are you leaving, Ryan? Unfortunately, my uh, two-year work permit's up. But I have got good news on it, though. What's that? Um, I recently found out I've got Irish citizenship because my old man is Irish, which means I can get a new passport and get another visa to come really? back. Nice. Which, awesome. if the Canadians government's listening, I've never been to Canada before. No, so. okay. <laughs> that's the luck of the Irish. Yeah, that's quite nice because it did actually come up when we had you last time that that might be a possibility. So yes. it's good to hear the confirmation. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And so what cool. will that, the Irish passport, how many years will that... Another two years. Get, yeah, another two years. Yeah. And so when you come back that time, you're going to work for PR straight away? You got it, you got it. There you go. I've go had that. my fun, we've yeah. got a knuckle down. Well, I say I've, I've had fun as, an Irish, as a Welshman, now I'm coming back as a serious Irishman. <laughs> Top of the morning to you. <laughs> <laughs> so is it, uh, is it an early next year application for the next visa, like the permit? Um, 
I don't really like because it's pools and stuff in it. So yeah, yeah. I'm not really sure like when they open everything. But I've got a friend from Scotland who she was saying that she applied in January and got hers in March. So yeah, I'm straight on it the moment I get back home, and then hopefully yeah. I'm out here within the next month or two after that. Brilliant. Do you already have your Irish passport, or are you just eligible for one? Um, I have applied for it, and there's like a little tracker thing online, mm-hmm. and apparently it's supposed to because I've sent it back home to my UK address. It's supposed to arrive there the same day I booked my <laughs> flights. So nice. as soon as I land, I'm like, right, online, playing for that new uh, visa. Excellent. <laughs> Shiny new passport. <laughs> I'm you, so excited. Well, you're definitely, about the pools, you're definitely right about that. So that should be definitely first port of call. Check when it is, because it is different for every place. Yes. Um, yeah. So yeah, someone from Scotland was like, hey, mine was here. Uh, I kind of made that mistake and got stuck in Iceland for a little while. So uh-huh. uh, yeah, for sure, uh, see when that date is, make sure yeah. it's all set and be refreshing that uh, page for the, yeah. the permits on the day. Appreciate the advice. <laughs> Um, so you said you're anticipating that you might only be gone for a month. Well, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Best case scenario. Yes. So does that mean you've sold your bike? Are you going to get rid of everything else? Or put I'm it trying to get storage? rid of my bed, literally the apartments yeah. going, everything. I'm just going to have okay. to restart when I get back. Yeah, which, Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. That can be fun. Why not? Talking of which, if anyone wants to buy anything, that'd be great. <laughs> <Little laughs> I've yeah. literally... Earlier, I had to go to Winners to get another suitcase because I've got two suitcases with the stuff and I still cannot fit it all. Oh, Kind of like the minimalist luck. life, you know? Yes. Yeah. It's really good. Well, I, I've always <laughs> said that I've been a bit of a minimalist, but uh, the amount of crap that I've... That How do you accumulate it? Uh, Seriously. I've, you accumulate it so quickly. It's unreal. So after the for about year and a half mark when you're like, hey, I'm getting used to this now. And then it just starts to be every six months yeah. or so. So <laughs> you've accumulated, boy. Yeah. Yeah. So what else have you got to sell then? Is it how how much of a dent have you made? And you say you've got a week to do it. Uh, no, I've got like just under a mu- uh, just okay. under a month to like literally every single thing in that apartment, like shelves, the inter- like a sofa, which I really don't get rid of because that's the best sofa I've ed- ever had in my life. It cost me 20 oh. bucks and I carried it two kilometers <laughs> and it was the best purchase I've you ever made. You can carry it by yourself? Nah, nah. I mean, it was like I had a fr- uh, help from a friend okay. who was staying in the hospital. I was going to say, oh. that would be... Damn impressive. <laughs> well, you have a little sit down along the way. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. Two kilometers, even with two people, that's a fair distance. Oh, yeah, that's pretty great. Good. That's a good hike. After yeah. all that. 20 bucks, literally. Couldn't, can't go wrong. Yeah. Comfiest couch ever. Or go to a nice home. and Yeah. yeah. I kind of want to keep it though. But again, that's something I can't really take home, you know? Yeah. And anything I know... to declare and I've got a couch, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, anything Mate, to declare. the amount of things that people shove in the overhead lockers the it's it's going to get to the stage where people think they can bring couches on um but i kind of alluded to the fact before that uh you're a welshman um i am yeah so i guess now that we've done the reverse we can go back to the beginning and your upbringing where you were brought up what all that was like absolutely Uh, so i am from a teeny little town called abergavenny or in welsh is aveni um it's As like spelled. in welsh y-f-e-n-n-i and then in english is a-v-e-r-g-a-v-e-n-n-y yeah i thought so <laughs> <laughs> just checking there <laughs> yeah no it's a proper like remote little town it's on the border to england so you've not got a proper welsh twang but like Start getting a few gins in me and I start singing like Tom Jones. Um. <laughs> right, okay. So we talk about this a lot with, with accents. We talked about it with Alexis from Newfoundland. You know, the more you drink, the more your accent starts to come out. Oh, yeah, heavy. Like yeah. massive accent. People, yeah, it's, they're like, 
start, like I said, start singing like Tom Jones is great. Is <laughs> <laughs> he the most famous Welshman? Uh, that or, I don't know, the, who's the rugby guy? I, I don't know. If you don't know his know. name, then he's no. <laughs> Or Christian Bale. Yeah. Um, Batman, yeah. isn't it? Not yeah. many people know. This is yeah. me learning both of those people, Tom Jones and Christian Bale are Welsh. You didn't know Tom Jones was Welsh? No. It's not unusual for a Canadian. Thank you. Got him. All right. Why don't we go around and say the most famous person from our city or where we're from? Okay. Does that include historical figures or is it you guys strictly? <laughs> strictly <laughs> yeah. Because <also? laughs> we're going back. <laughs> James has a bit of a long run up. Yeah. I <laughs> know yeah. we'll be here all night. Uh, from uh, our city. Um, who's your big claim to fame? <sighs> Oh, man. From Kelowna, the one that jumps to mind is Taylor Kitsch, but he's not even that famous. He was a star that... The three of us are just looking... TV <laughs> show, Friday Night Lights. Okay. Um, Think he was the handsome football player, Tim Riggins, in that show. Okay. He's been in nothing but shitty movies since then. Okay. And I, I, <laughs> such as uh, Battleship. The movie uh, and uh, does it follow the board game? Yeah, like the, the, the <laughs> oh, movie shit. they made based on the board game Battleship. So we've not heard much from the Kitchster. Um, <laughs> You're going to be desperate to make a movie from a board game, right? Yeah, I want to see that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not like it's not even ten years old. I, I heard. Was like, that the one that Rihanna was in? Was that Battleship? Oh man, was she? I'm not sure. <laughs> she, was something like that. she was in a Navy one, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah, something like that, wasn't yeah. it? Because everyone's like, oh my God, Rihanna's in it. It's like, wasn't okay. it Battleship Earth or something as well? Something like, yeah. something like that, wasn't it? One, Rihanna yeah. not from Kelowna, so we're not going to talk <laughs> <No>. about that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, okay, he's, he's what jumps to mind. Um, a few famous hockey players, I think, have came from Kelowna as well, but... I just had like local comedians that would not be known outside of Canterbury or yeah. England. Yeah, people that have been on TV every now and then. You can go historical if if you uh, want. Je- it's always Jeffrey Chaucer. He always comes up. Sir Thomas Beckett was uh, beheaded in Canterbury Cathedral. So on that lovely, yeah. cheerful wow. note, okay. uh, how about? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't think Abergavenny's got anyone like super famous. So like, I'm gonna go to Swansea and like maybe say like Bonnie Tyler. Um, yeah, Bonnie. Yeah, Bonnie yeah, Tyler. Okay. She stayed in a hotel in Abergavenny once, got so wasted we had to put her to bed. Well, I didn't. Someone I worked with did, <laughs> but it sounds great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe some of the cast from The Valley. We spoke about one of my favourite shows of all time. Oh, yeah. Remember The Valley? Okay. Is that the equivalent of like the... Uh, Made in Chelsea, yeah. but like Geordie, really tacky. Geordie Shaw. Shaw. Yeah. yeah. But on steroids, like just really bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think Mikey's got some good ones. The mantle. Um, Probably Heath Ledger would would be my yeah. one. Yeah, he used oh, yeah. to live pretty close down the road. Yeah, from me, me and Heath. He I did not know he was Australian. Yeah. Got us all beat there. Perthite, Perthian. There's a few others that we claim, but... Um, Tame Impala. Yeah, ta- I mean, you the band. Tame Impala are bigger than Heath Ledger. They're a pretty big band right now. Maybe not bigger than Heath Ledger, yeah, but... Side by side. And, yeah. you know, we, we try and claim ACDC... Uh, as well, but there's a bit of contention because they are kind of Scottish. Our funeral songs are going to be easy to contact. People are like, did they start in Melbourne or did they start in Perth? But uh, Bon Scott is buried around the corner from my parents' house. Oh, there you yeah, go. In a cemetery. Okay. Um, well, they ended there. So, yeah. They started elsewhere. Yeah. <laughs> did you like how I brought that game up? Because I knew I was really going <laughs> to win yeah. and do well. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so Swansea is the closest big town. Uh, I was going to ask. Cardiff about. before Swansea, I'd say. Yeah, okay. yeah, but yeah, uh, probably twenty-five minutes, thirty minutes away from Cardiff, and then yeah, C- Cardiff's the capital city. 
which in Welsh, if anyone's listening, Cairo Dydd. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> so, um, I think on the last episode, too, we brought up uh, the name of a town. Uh, <laughs> I, I was going to be nice to him because oh, I, believe it, I believe it might have been me that brought it up. Yeah. But Ryan has had some time to prepare for this. He's been uh, three months. Because <laughs> it's, it's what? It's, it's the world's longest it's like 59 town letters in it. name. Mm-hmm. And I did. Br- I sprung it on you last episode. Well, you looked it up. And you let, you let yourself and your country down, Ryan. Wow. I got, it, I got it this time. I got it this time. Oh, but you're reading it. No. <laughs> I'm just checking, my, just checking my phone. Okay. Okay, I got this. I got this. All right. Lanfear, Paul Gwyn, Gil Gok, Gitach, Windrob, Paul... Fuck! Sorry. Lanfear, Paul Gwyn, Gil Gok, Gitach, Windrob, Ullan, Tusilio, Gok, Gok, Yeah, nice. I like, I like the ending. I think... An- I was following along, not that I would have known if it was right or not. <laughs> yeah. Well, it sounds like you give up halfway in there because there's an ah oh in the middle. So it's, like, it's like you get so far and then ah oh, start all over again. But no, that's it's that actually good part of it. It's yeah. like, literally like the longest. It, I don't even know why it's one word because it's like in English, it's like St. Mary's Church in the hollow of the white hazel near a rapid whirlpool and the church of St. Tylo and the red cave. Wow. I know. That sounds like a goddamn Lord of the Rings yeah. novel. Yeah, it makes Kensington to the Cottage seem a little bit uh, <laughs> inferior now, doesn't it? Jeez. Well, yes. well, thank you for that. But I nailed it. I like, yeah, like, cool. nailed it. For that. Absolutely nailed it. <laughs> we'll, we'll put it on the social media and see if anybody can uh, can do better. Send us a video of them trying to pronounce yeah. it. <laughs> and uh, so, Ryan, you were, you were sat there, you know, a young Welsh lad. Uh, when did Canada come into the peripherals then? Um, about 2018. January 2018, so I like you know, did the whole Australia, New Zealand thing, and then I went back home for three months, and I was like, nope, I need to go somewhere else, and then Canada was the option, and yeah, nice. just fell in love with it, you so know? You did live abroad before uh, living I did. abroad here. I did. Experienced yeah. a living abroader. <laughs> yeah, so, so what were you doing back in Wales before you went abroad, I guess? Wanting to go abroad. Time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, just, that, I, was that full time? <laughs> full time gig? Yeah, over uh, overtime as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was just uh, like working in hotels and everything, and like bars, and I just didn't really do like the whole college thing or anything. And I was just, like, I need to get out, so literally found a leaflet for Australia, a, like a travel guide thing. So I sod it. I, I'm just going to book a flight to Australia, and then ever since then, I got the bug for traveling. You know. Amazing. A leaflet. You hadn't heard of Australia before then? No, it was actually, a no. It was a leaflet. No, found I didn't. It, found it on the floor. Just like, oh, I was, was like, what's this? Yeah. <laughs> Dusted it off. Like. <laughs> and uh, how long were you in Australia for? Just under a year. Just yeah. under a year. Just like traveling around, working nice. very minimal. And did you uh, do what James did and worked your ass off on a farm? I did it for about two weeks. How did that? Um, <laughs> oh, we talked about this last time. Remember? Oh, I know. Yes. We were oh, yeah. We saw the story. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was a story. Oh my god, I hate you. I uh, love this story so, much. so I did my farm work in a place called Wentworth, which is great because that's like my favorite TV program. Um, and I did one day of watermelon picking, which was ah, oh, I can see Maggie's face. Yeah. Um, so it was horrendous. Like. I don't know what they were putting on the watermelons, but it must have been like frigging steroids because like these watermelons were like the size of my suitcase, like 30k watermelons. And it would be like 
people picking them and then throwing them, throwing them and then chucking them in the back of the tractor. And it was just like, I felt like the walking dead at the end of the day. Because like <laughs> yeah. the farmer, I had no water and the farmer was like, if you're hungry or you're thirsty, get the watermelons and smash them on the ground and like pick them up and eat them. I'm like, <laughs> our hands are all, mud, mud, all right. So we're gross in a field, right? So well, he, he denied you water. Literally, like you got watermelon. We could take your own water, but he was like, "No, I'm not bringing you water." I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like, I'm in the middle of Australia, it's like forty degrees. He wants water. <laughs> so he's like, "Oh, just smash the watermelons up." So like, I picked up just you smash it on the ground, right? And your hands are all muddy, so you're just like digging into this watermelon. But it looks like you look like the Walking Dead, like ripping into someone's <laughs> brain. Yeah. Seriously. And it felt disgusting because you were just smashing it in your mouth. I'm like, you're still in the right state. So I did that for one day. <laughs> Literally, the farmer was like, I don't think this is for you. I was like, yeah, me neither. How much, how much do you reckon you made? As in, like, how many watermelons I picked or in money wise? Either or. Uh, watermelons picked probably about 10. <laughs> big, big watermelons. <laughs> watermelons eaten about 30. <laughs> so, what was the protocol? You, you load up the back of the tractor and then you slap it on the back, like, good to go when it's fully loaded. No, it's like, so you've stood in a line, right? Like, one person picks it, right? And then you chuck it to the next person, chuck it to the next person. There's probably about three, three or four of you in the line. And the last person just chucks it on the tractor and you're all like walking slowly along with the tractor. That sounds, it's, yeah. It's fucking horrible. I wonder you only got 10 in a day, like passing it down this long Oh no, line. they all did a lot more work than I did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then I did orange picking for two weeks after that. But I got fired because I crashed the tractor. <laughs> that happen? Yeah, the fan was very angry at me. But it's like one of the old tractors. It's not like one of these John Deere things. It's like proper old thing. So okay. you're used to driving fancy. I mean, I'm John from a farm back home, but like my old man had proper farm like tractors, but I never drove it. Like I'm not much. I live on a farm, but I'm not a farm boy by by any means. And did you were you provided water at the orange picking? Did I was provided water at the <laughs> okay. orange picking. Yeah, so you're not getting feigned driving yeah. the tractor, and that's the reason. No, but I did keep falling into the trees, which was really bad as well. Yeah, <laughs> stories really give Australia quite a bad rap. <laughs> oh, no, Australia's great. Australia's great. Sorry, I mean you know the cities are not yeah. like the outback's beautiful, apart from the farms. You know, <laughs> so. what, did you, what did you crash the tractor into? Or? Well, I, re- I didn't realize it was in reverse, mm. and I wasn't really supposed to be driving it, but I couldn't find the farmer. I was like, "Fuck it, we need to go into the next like lane of." Do you call it a lane of trees? I guess a lane. Yeah. Road and like, road. road that's the word. Yeah. And I didn't realise it was in reverse and I slammed it into a bunch of trees. So, yeah, they lost a few trees. Oh, <laughs> were oh you, man. Were you going to say you reverse slammed and then it just perfectly dropped a whole another batch into the back and you're like, hey, bit That would have been yeah. really good, actually. <laughs> that's just what you were going for. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And so that's in Wentworth. Um, yes. So total, you had a day watermelon. Uh, how long did that one last? The, uh, the, the watermelon was the, one, the uh, one day and then to or- uh, orange picking was two weeks. Two before weeks. I realized that I could crash tractors and I'd had enough of huh. it, you know. Got that out of it. <laughs> was the farmer just like, if you get thirsty, just run over a bunch of oranges <laughs> and juice with the tractor. <laughs> yeah, it was not so much walking dead with that one. <laughs> I think two weeks is probably a lot longer than what a lot of people probably stick it out for. Yeah. I would, yeah. I would it's say. hard work, seriously. Yeah. I mean, yeah. totally worth it. I think people should stick it out, but it is hard work. Yeah. You know? Well, then, yeah, then you went back to civilization in search of a nice country I went, sofa, I imagine. Yeah, I, w- I went to Melbourne, which was literally the best city in the world. Like, sorry, I know, not, oh, sorry. I love Mikey's. Melbourne. Sorry. All right. That's okay. <laughs> I'm, okay. 
you answered that so nicely. I was going to say, I'm holding back Mikey right now. Uh, <laughs> I, I was about to rage, but I've learned I to didn't send long enough in <laughs> my anger. Nah, that's fair enough. Good. Did you make it to the West Coast? Uh, I traveled there a little bit. We went to, um, I think it's just below Perth, Fremantle. Yeah, Fremantle. Yeah, that's love Fremantle. Went to like tour the prison and everything. Uh, Oh, amazing. Cool prison. So cool. Really cool prison, guys. Really cool. (laughs) Really interesting. (laughs) Very cool. Yeah, built by uh, convicts. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it only closed pretty recently, like in the early 90s. But you walk through it and you're like, it feels like, Surely this prison hasn't been open this century. It's what you imagine. <laughs> what's that one in San Francisco? Um, Alcatraz. It's what you imagine like that was like. Yeah. Seriously. But it closed in like 92 or something. Yeah. Like oh. I was alive when it closed. <laughs> it was mental. Um, but yeah, oh, gorge. And then I went down below. Oh, what's the, um, you can go uh, whale watching. It's Nimb- Ningaloo. Nimbin. Not Nimbin. Ningaloo. Oh, trust James to bring Ningaloo. that up. <laughs> uh, Ningaloo. I think it's, it's Ningaloo, isn't it? Ningaloo Reef. That's it, yeah. Australia's second biggest coral reef. There's isn't only it? one. I can't remember what it's called, but there's one other that's bigger. Uh, Great Barrier? Oh, maybe? yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's such an arrogant. I wasn't reef. actually sure about that. So, so, so. <laughs> I love this conversation as well. An Aussie and a Welshman as well. It's like Ningaloo versus Aberberger. <laughs> yeah, no, it's there. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, the long one. Uh, but nice. So after so, that, uh, yeah, so you've, you've d- done your stint over there. And uh, how long after that uh, trip to Melbourne was it before you left? And uh, Melbourne for like two months because like my visa was like running out. And then I decided to go home just to you sort of run out of money. Um, and then I was back home for like two or three months. And it's funny, like, I'm sure you know, like once you've been away, you like I said, you get that bug for traveling. Sure. So I thought right, I have to go somewhere else now. So then I decided to go to New Zealand instead. Next best yeah. thing to Australia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love New Zealand so yeah. much. And so, did you hear about that uh, on a side note here? The um, recent the eruption. volcano, yeah. White Island, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. White yeah. Island volcanic eruption. Yeah. NZ. Tragic. Yeah, really bad. There's a few tour guys missing. I didn't hear yeah. this. When did this happen? Yeah, like I think it was two, just three days ago, maybe. Yeah, a touring boat doing an excursion from a cruise ship got too close to a volcano and it erupted. And active volcano. Yeah, and they're actually up on the the rim of the volcano as well. Yeah, and, and it oh, went and see yeah, English, uh, some Aussies, and yeah, yeah. not too. Oh. So not bringing the tone down, but uh, yeah, we it's say deep stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a shame. There's still a few people missing out there. But I didn't mm-hmm. uh, didn't make it over to White Island. Did you go over? There? No, I didn't either. I think it's it's uh, east. I think isn't it? I think I'm not sure. Mm. No. Yeah, that's what the map showed anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, NZ, it's uh, yeah, lots of natural beauty, but it does come with that kind of. Well, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a yeah. It's yeah. like right on fault lines and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. A bit like uh, I was there when um, I think Christchurch had an earthquake when I was oh, you there. Were there. Yeah, we felt like, felt it up in Auckland like it was really. It was the first earthquake I'd ever felt, and I was like, whoa, that was far. And I still felt it. I felt uh, drunk to be honest. I actually oh, thought I was drunk because yeah, everyone was like swaying. And then everyone's like, oh my God, there's been an earthquake. I was like, oh, I'm not actually that pissed. <laughs> no, it was devastating. That was, uh, would that have been 2010? No, that that was 2000. That was recent. That was 2000. 
17, 16? Oh, no, there was one way before that because I was there. That in, was the big was one. In, yeah, yeah, that was the huge. So, yeah, 2008, I was in NZ and our hostel was right next to Christchurch Cathedral there. Right. Uh, and that was the epicenter of the actual earthquake. Shoot. So it was, mm. yeah. Just it was, crumbled, didn't it? Yeah, and there was, like, we knew the staff at yeah. that hotel and they, they lost, uh, or the hostel and uh, people that losing kind of, yeah, that was devastating. And seeing all the CCTV footage of just whole car parking lots just shaking, cars moving. Oh, yeah, terrifying. Insane. Yeah, so it's scary that yeah fast forward yeah. few years still going on but uh yeah it's enough volcanic eruptions yes. and earthquakes but uh <laughs> so you decided to get out of the death trap of abergavenny one of the other one of the other so from new zealand you went back home again yeah again just to like save up some money and you know wait on visas and stuff and then uh, that was a bit of a stint like worked in another restaurant really really nice restaurant um and then canada yeah, it was best decision I ever made. Literally, found, found another leaflet, blew along. Yeah, I had no idea about any of these places before the leaflets. Wow. <laughs> it's it's strange the uh, parallel that your travels have had to to James. You've just yeah, similar. I did. Oh, you did New Zealand first. Though. No, Australia first. I think most people do Australia first. Yeah, you know, it's got like a. I don't want to say young vibe to it, but like a young vibe. Yeah, you know? yeah, because I, I was nineteen going there, so that, yeah. was, that was a good time to go. And uh, family in Australia, so I was obviously naturally drawn. I'd been three years before on yeah. a family trip, so it's quite nice. And then Europe in the middle, and then New Zealand the next year. So it was like a nice little kind of yeah palate cleanser in the middle there before back to the <laughs> back to the Commonwealth. Um, but yeah, no, it's nice to yeah have someone that's you've kind of had the the similar pathway there. Yeah, and, uh, and I think quite similar that you'll be yeah heading out, coming back, and then it's PR time. Yeah, so definitely awesome. Definitely see myself staying here, hundred percent. Yeah. So uh, what actually brought you to Canada? I know a leaflet didn't just fly along <laughs> in the face. Like, was there someone already here that you knew or? Um, you, uh... I mean, I was gonna, like I said, it was just like somewhere new. Mm-hmm. Um, I was gonna come on my own originally, but there was a, uh, my roommate at the moment, he, I met him in Auckland yeah. and we'd both gone back home and everything. We just got chatting on Facebook and it turned out he had a Canadian visa as well. And it was like, oh, sick. Let's just go together. Like I was originally going to move to Toronto and he was like, you do realize nice. how cold it is there. Right. And I was like, well, yeah, it was cold, but didn't yeah. realize it was minus 30 cold. So he convinced me to come to Vancouver instead. Is this the friend that I know you through? No. no. Uh, maybe. No. Can no. we say his name? Chris? Colin? No, no, <laughs> okay. no, we did. We all work together in the same restaurant though. Okay. Yes. Uh, we worked for, together in a restaurant in Auckland and then Chris went off and did his thing I think he lived in Italy for a little bit uh, me Colin's Scottish where he went back home to Scotland I'm obviously Welsh so went back home to Wales you know all go and do your separate things and then yeah it's a wonder of Facebook isn't it like you just get chatting and then connection is great nice mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah anyways sorry so you moved here with your friend no 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 uh I just wanted to clarify I was <laughs> I was curious about that so you uh moved here with your friend um, is that the roommate you're leaving now? Is that the it roommate is. you had the twenty dollar couch? Did that <laughs> yes. big adventure with? Yeah. <laughs> Does he not get to keep the couch? Or well, no, because he's moving out as well, and his girlfriend actually kind of hates the couch. Oh, oh. Yeah, I know. It's not justified. <laughs> <laughs> I can see why, because it is kind of a tatty couch, but 
is my favorite character. Yeah, and I was going to say it's quite popular. People that are moving away, uh, for some friends I've had, they've uh, got storage lockers, stored a bunch of stuff in one of those like easy save yeah. know, like lockerways. Um, but then when it's a twenty dollar couch, you don't know how long you're going to be gone yeah. for. It's one of those things. But uh, that's always an option for you if anyone has to. Yeah. Pop out, get the old storage. But uh, shouts out Craigslist or storage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you get to Vancouver. First thoughts. Snowplows on buses, like Jesus. <laughs> this place, li- this place is living in 2050. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just beautiful. Future. Like it just blew my mind. Like I stayed at um, a nice little hostel on Granville. Shout out to the Simpson. Um, That's right. Such a good hostel. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? So we good. give them plenty of shout outs. Yeah, yeah, they sponsor our podcast <laughs> one day in the future. Yeah. <laughs> one day. Yeah. Um, but I just fell in love with it. Like the mountains like, like right there. You've got everything. You've got the city life. You've got the like nature right there. It's just, like, you just fall in love with it instantly, don't you? Amazing. Yeah. What time of year did you come? Uh, January. Oh. Yeah. Wow. wow. I mean, it was like super rainy when I got here. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, is this <laughs> like it all the time? Like it literally rained for like a fucking month when I first got here. And I was like, oh, Jesus, what the fuck have I got myself in for? But as soon as that cleared up, I fell in love with it. I mean, I fell in love with it anyway, but you know. You know, it's bad when someone from Wales is complaining about <laughs> shit weather. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, you got a point. <laughs> so, uh, so day one in Vancouver, how did you arrive? Did you just fly in or did you come from elsewhere in the US or Canada? Uh, no, just uh, flew in uh, direct from Heathrow. Uh, got the SkyTrain to, up to Granville and then just like... Went out exploring on your first day as you do. I'm in big raincoat. Uh, <laughs> yep. Got super confused. Like first day, got super confused by the whole tax thing. That was like, whoa, oh, yeah. what yes. is all this? Got your like, exact yeah. Change. yeah, exact change waiting in your hand. Literally, like, yeah. Oh, excuse me, you got the price wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, another thing, like, because um, I smoked at the time, they had banned menthol and I didn't realize weed was legal. So I stood at the cashier in 7 Eleven. I was like, hold on, minty fags are illegal. But. <laughs> Pot is legal. Like, <laughs> someone explain this to me. Like, <laughs> thankfully, I have given up now. But, you know, at the time, I was like, this is bizarre. <laughs> yeah. So did that, did that lead to the giving up? Like, you just thought, you know, once... Uh, was menthol all you smoked at the time? Uh, it was, yeah. And I did go on to, like, regular fags. But, sorry. Uh, we should, uh, so, yeah, we should for, mention that. Sorry. Sorry, British. A <laughs> little, little bit of a colloquialism there. Uh, <laughs> um, that's all right. But, yes, recent, uh, gave up a few months ago. And now I'm, you know, true Vancouver because... I like vape as well. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you've really gone to the culture. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Were they the menthol cigarettes that you had, you pressed the little the clickies, the, the little clickies, clicky button? Uh, they thing. were the little clickies. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Canada's starting to get strict with that. Yeah. Australia went really strict, and Canada's kind of following suit with plain packaging. And I've all, seen that recently. That yeah, but that was only like the last week or something, wasn't it? In well, Canada. Yeah. Yeah, it's really recent. Yeah. 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 Plain packaging. Yeah, so you know how they put their emblem and their colours on it. Yeah, yeah. So in Australia, every single box of cigarettes is just this gross. Oh, it's disgusting, it's isn't it? Big picture. Olive green kind of pooey colour yeah. with a big photo of like an organ dying or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I saw uh, on that tangent of anti-smoking ads and stuff, I saw my favourite one when I was in Germany. Um, there was an anti-smoking ad and, you know, normally it's, like you said, a dying baby or a rotting lungs or something. This one was just a guy <laughs> lying naked in bed crying. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was just 
like from the side. You were sick. <laughs> crying naked. It was so funny to me because what? it's like, what? What about that? Like. But what was the? There might have been German dialogue you couldn't understand. Yeah. He'd just been, <laughs> he'd just been diagnosed just, with some horrible <clears throat> illness. I suppose so. But just like normally, it's something awful. But it's like, what have cigarettes done to this man to lead him to this point? Like, what if the dialogue was like, cigarettes just killed his wife, and now you're here laughing at yeah. him? Uh, huh? Yeah, pang of, pang of guilt. I mean, <laughs> was there the generic? No. Was there the generic? Um, Did you see the packet? Like that makes me want to smoke. Yeah. <laughs> was that on a poster in like an underground or something? Exactly. Right. Exactly and where ha- it was. And what what made you know it was a no smoking one? Was there the classic kind of almost Ghostbusters like? Yeah, I think there's probably a cartoon cigarette. Yeah, no, okay. no smoking thing nice. on there too, and everything. I love so you refer to it as the just... Ghostbusters thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, uh, marketing, right? <laughs> we're, we're honestly going to look back at vape. I think and just think it's, oh, it's going to be way worse. The weirdest fucking <laughs> trend ever to hit young people ever. It's going to yeah. be way worse. It's turned into a proper trend, hasn't it? That's yeah. what we're seeing a lot of coverage Definitely. on the news now about that. It's just the, it's just the new thing to do. It's easily available. It's uh, not as bad as smoking, everyone says. So it's getting, mm. you know, it's out there. Well, that's what they say. I, yeah. I, I know. It's <laughs> But there's still studies being done into it. No one really knows. It's still such a new thing. Vaping, yeah. not really the long-term Yeah, effects, I know. But same with uh, weed as well at the moment. Yeah. That's good. yeah. But yeah, that's, that's actually something I'm uh, between visas now. I'm actually worried about that going back home. Obviously, like weed being legal here and then going back home mm. and it's not legal and... That's going to be delightful. <laughs> <laughs> Trying well, to get a 10 back off a dodgy guy in a car park in McDonald's. Or just, yeah, you can go to some place and grumble. There's some guy wearing like a apron and they're going, oh, would you like a blueberry kush? Or and they're like, <laughs> yeah. would you like to sample this and smell some coffee beans between to <laughs> refresh your nostrils? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It, it's become such a weird culture here. It's turning into like snobby wine places oh, so or, much. or like yeah. craft beer places. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. all it is, yeah. yeah we, I'm a connoisseur of weed. <laughs> so we, we spoke about going into a legal weed shop now. It's just like the Apple store. They're, Literally. They're, they're, they're like, yeah. Say, hello there, sir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's ridiculous. But yeah, it will be a bit of a culture shock for you. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are, are there are, are there any big, pardon my naivety, are there any um, law differences between, I know, both the UK, but between England mm. and Wales? Are there any law differences? Not that I know. There's like, uh, it's, then sort of unspoken laws. It's like back in like the 1200s, there were like stupid laws, which are technically still illegal, but, like, no one knows about them now. So, apparently, there's this one... I don't know the, the actual truth in it. But, apparently, there's a town in England called Hereford. And you can legally shoot a Welshman with a bow and arrow on a Sunday. Wow. <laughs> I don't know whether it's true. I've never Googled it. I don't want to find out because I like Hereford. Yeah. But, you know... Yeah. Well, I was around in the 1200s, but... Uh, <laughs> haven't, haven't been James back yet. James made that. <laughs> Sorry. Get away. Yeah, I haven't been back to Hereford since... Bit of bad since. blood there again, James. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh dear! Well, yeah. oh. I'm sure there's a pub in the area though called the yeah the uh, the the Hill and Bowman or something. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> a little uh, Welsh dragon under. Yeah. Uh, cool. Um, but yeah, um, I, I went to Wales. I was uh, a yeah. 11 year old. Went on uh, the classic kind of gorge walking, Mount, mm-hmm. Mount Snowdon climbing, yeah. and so you've had a lot of that outdoor life there as well. Yeah, you, growing up, it's beautiful. Like that's one thing that like I do like about it. It reminds me of Wales in the sense that it's just all like hills and like greenery, mm-hmm. and it's just like. 
beautiful in like their nature sense you know yeah and even yeah. arriving in the rainy weather it's kind of it's not you're not so far removed that you're like wow this is it just like feels a massive very, it's yeah. not like a total culture shock you know no. yeah hand in glove will but, this be your first time going back home since being in canada uh no i went back home uh two weeks at christmas last year oh nice which was fun but i think i would have preferred a vancouver christmas you know yeah. yeah yeah so you will just about be here for this year's christmas yeah definitely i've got like uh this year's christmas new year's which i'm super yeah. looking forward to just gonna be sitting in your empty apartment no couch yeah <laughs> i know one. just binge watching the crown no, bike. Yeah. <laughs> no bed no one shelf, on the, <laughs> shelf. on the floor yeah. And this be like that guy off the cigarette packet. Just picturing that ad now. <laughs> Eric in the corner just hysterically <laughs> <laughs> uh, So, are you nervous in any way? Are you nervous in any way to go back home? Besides, like bes- besides the visa thing, which of course brings up some nerves, and it does, yeah. But besides that, the whole going home is is that aspect. I mean, I, I think so. like in one sense, yeah, because. I'm not going to be one of those people that's like, oh my God, traveling's changed me, but I feel like I am a different person. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas like, yeah, I, I just feel like I'm not, I'm going to be a bit of an alien, you know? Yeah. I don't know why. Well, sometimes, just, it, again, it's not so much like how much you change as well as how much How much doesn't. the towns change? Yeah, it's, yeah. Well, it's, it's the change, the, the cha- yeah, it can have some like aesthetic changes around your town, but when it's the people that you're, you're seeing again, it's kind of like, it's moved a little bit on the, you know, the needles move slightly, but yeah. you've, you've gone out and you kind of got this completely different. Well, it's surround. like when I call back home and I'm like, oh, is anything exciting up? And they're like, oh, we got a Morrison's. Like, oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, for those of you that don't know what's a Morrison's. Oh, it's a supermarket. Oh, sorry. Safe, yeah, Morrison's yeah. bought uh, Safeway in my part of England as well. So uh, the oh, Safeways yeah. we have out here, they used to be Safeway in the 90s in England. Now they're oh. all Morrison's everywhere. Oh. So, yeah, who knows if Morrison are coming for the Safeways here. Wow, Wait, Safeway here was the same Safeway back home? Yeah, I think Safeway... Yeah, that's the one we had. No way. Yeah, yeah. And Sorry, like this K. is the small town Welsh part of me getting excited about that. <laughs> it's too, it must be too much of a coincidence for the for there to be two big grocery store chains called Safeway. Well, it and they they were very similar too. Whereas in Australia, you've got the Woolworths, Woolworths. Yeah, yeah, which is very different to what the Woolworths Woolies. we used to have before yeah. it went into uh, liquidation or whatever yeah. <laughs> that, that happened over there. <laughs> yeah. uh, administration <laughs> shut down all the Woolworths, uh, Woolworths all over the country. Woolworths, yeah. Woolies still going strong in, uh, in America, very. in Australia. Yeah, well, yeah. It, it, I mean, there's either Woolworths and Coles, and yeah. they own between them like every single store in the whole like country it's, okay. it's there's no independent stores basically it's it's uh it's crazy Epidemic. um but it's like with Woolworths, I, i'm fairly sure that they've got countdown in new zealand haven't they that's the same thing isn't it yeah i think so yeah because yeah. I, I remember pack and save was a big one in, uh, yeah, in yeah. new zealand <laughs> iga but uh yeah countdown that was yeah i think a, a north island one but yes, other than that, yeah, kind of terrified to go back home just in the sense like it's like I'm different than everyone else who's going to be like getting on with their lives. And I'm like, yeah. do I, what do I do now? Yeah, yeah. I guess people back home and yourself, you both move, but you start moving in very different directions. Different directions, yeah. yeah. Everyone's got different ideas. Like they're all like want to get yeah. families and get houses. And I'm like, where am I flying to next? Yeah. Like, yeah. What's my next destination? It's nice, still got age on your side to be able to, you know. Oh, no, it's moisturizers, but thank you. (laughs) (laughs) 
And uh, have there been any new additions to your family since you've been gone? Are there any, or friends have been? A uh, uh, lot of friends of, which I'm super excited, obviously, a lot of friends are having kids or they've had kids. Um, one of my uh, best friends, she, she's from Manchester, he's from Scotland, they met while in Australia um, and then they moved back home, they've been living in Scotland, they've just had a little boy called uh, Harry and then my best friend from Wales, she's got a little kid on the way as well, she has me to be godfather, which is kind of fun. Yeah. Also dangerous. I don't know why she wants me life coaching another human being, but <laughs> Billy do me with shoelaces, you know. But <laughs> but yeah, don't it's teach exciting. Them how to drive a tractor? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, they're the things that yeah, going home is quite nice for those things. When you're out here, you're kind of looking through uh, almost a lens back into where you've come from. Yes. Um, and you kind of hear in snippets, bits and pieces. So being back around it again into the daily swing, and you say you're hoping for it to be about a month. Uh, it's would there be a best case scenario is just a month that way i can you know go and see everyone be like oh hey how's it going then off again yeah Yeah. other than that it's gonna be a few months and i'll have to get one of those job things (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, right i heard heard they suck (laughs) we'll get you back on when you when you come back because i look forward uh, to it yeah we haven't had an irish guest yet Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, guess, I, guess, I guess you could count. Best of both worlds for me, boys. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot believe we're doing a living abroad cast podcast. There's been 22 episodes based in Vancouver and we still haven't had an Irish person. Yeah. Yeah, that is kind of... We're working Isn't Vancouver like 80% Irish? I, that's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. Feels like it sometimes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we, uh, we can't wait till you come back, Ryan. But we did want to talk about kind of another theme involving traveling this week too since this is a uh, redemption episode for one we lost um hey 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 we okay <laughs> yeah can you do me a favor and knock at your laptop stolen <laughs> yeah. this time all right Dragging us sounds good this. i don't think i uh i don't get privileges over the memory card anymore <laughs> after that last one but uh <laughs> we wanted to talk about getting lost um like i said because this is a redemption for a lost episode um so it's paved and, the way. And uh, yeah, yeah, we've uh, got a got another one of our natural little segments uh, that we try to do every once in a while, and uh, pitched it to James, and uh, he had a he had a few good sing- <laughs> good suggestions. <laughs> James for is our, us. our segment name guy. Yeah, yeah. title so, like episode title t- title name. Introducing all hype man you for this uh, for this James. <laughs> Introducing uh. the new segment from Living a Broadcast. We have got. We're going left, right? <laughs> <laughs> but what are some of the other ones? I'm, no, I'm going to start at the top. But I, okay. I thought we'd introduce the segment. But uh, yeah, yeah, starting at the top here, these are, these are just what came out the pun bin in my head that I have to empty every yeah, now yeah, and yeah, then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Tell so it to them. We have got <laughs> Final Mestination. A.K.A. Trial and Error. A.K.A. Google Maps. A.K.A. There's a map for that. A.K.A. <laughs> We're going left, right? So just a, just a few. Sorry to ruin your flow there, man. Uh, <laughs> thought I'd throw you off starting at the bottom. Uh, but uh, yeah, so this is a new segment. As Eric says, we will bring this one ep- every now and then. Uh, but good to launch it here with our lost guest back on the couch. And yeah. uh, bef- without any further ado, let's go into... So Sorry, guys. <laughs> out, out, of the, out of those few, what would be your favorite, Eric? Oh, man. Um, have y'all ever been lost? Like for real, <laughs> just like the, the concept name? of being lost. Like, have you have have you guys ever been lost? Is that the segment name? I, it could be. Yeah. Well, no. I. What I mean, was your favorite out of those? Oh, why? no. I thought we all said <laughs> that so we're going left, there. right? Yeah, I know. But I was just wondering. I just that was uh, I your mean, like personal my favorite. My story of being lost kind of uh, 
relates to the title. We're going Nicely. left, right? Okay, okay perfect. Um, which was, uh, I was I was very young. Uh, I was probably five years old or something like that. Wow. And uh, my family had gone camping um, somewhere that we'd never really been before, pretty unfamiliar territory. And I think I'd walk to, there was um, just like a little concession stand or something nearby the campground and I'd walk to it um, probably a little older than five if I was walking there by myself. Yeah, but, where was uh, this campground? <laughs> I honestly couldn't tell you off the oh, top of my head. I guess you were lost. So. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. My parents just let me loose in the woods. But, um, good parenting. Yeah, survival <laughs> skills. But I made a left instead of a right walking back to the campsite because we were camping right along a, a beach on a lake somewhere. And I just got my directions mixed up and started walking the wrong direction. So I think if I made the correct right turn, our campsite would have just been a couple, couple down. But instead, I just kept walking and walking and walking. And I'm like, I don't think I'm where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> and then, like, I think I walked up into the campsite and started wandering around. And then before fully accepting the fact, Who's this kid? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly, and uh, so, so you didn't. Did. I'm, I'm imagining this scenario, but with like the Eric that we see, yeah. <laughs> just very short, just, like, like. just got like a little fucking diaper thing on, no, <laughs> no shoes, wandering around confused with an ice cream tricky. <laughs> nice touch. Yeah, you look like that most uh, Saturday nights, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, and yeah. then. Uh, I, uh, I I think I asked somebody if they knew where my parents were or something like that. And they're like, no, but we're going to help you find them, I guess. <laughs> kind of just walked me back. And my parents were naturally freaking out because I'd been gone for like 45 minutes or an hour or something at that point. And wow. Yeah. Wow. That's Damn. the first one that jumps to mind. It's character building, you know, yeah. happening at such a young age. Absolutely. Never made that left turn again. No, no. Haven't been lost That's since. Scary. That's good. That's probably the earliest of our recollections like in terms of our stories that we, we have about being lost. I'd say a five-year-old Eric is... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, got lost. How do you know you... How do you know you got delivered back to your parents? What if, <laughs> what if, you, what if you've been brought up by that, them two that Wrong actually family. found you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'll never know. <laughs> Well, Some the fact budget. that you and your brothers are yeah. exactly the same people <laughs> gives it away. I guess so. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's go around. Jimmy, you're next, mate. Uh, so, on us. Yeah, taking you back into Australia. So uh, it's the Christmas of 2006. I'm in Surface Paradise. Again, bit of a tourist trap, but that's where we chose our little uh, celebration Great to be. Place, though. Oh, it was it was pretty fun down there. Um, but out on a night out and just hearing rumblings of a new pub to go to that night. So I've been told, okay, you're going to get past the church. Keep on going. It'll be on your right. So I'm there leaving the bar, got my music on, you know, feeling a bit buzzing from from the, the night. It's already been a good one. Uh, Realise I'm not coming to a church at all, just carrying on walking. Uh, I'm in the zone listening to my music, so, you know, not a care in the world, just really feeling it. Uh, and then 
about 20 minutes later, and I've still not come to a church. So again, I'm just uh, just carrying on going and didn't really realize, but 45 minutes later, I'd walk to the next town along called Southport. Uh, and uh, no sign of a pub, but again, I was just like, okay, I saw the welcome to Southport sign. Uh, realized I've gone way too far. But again, at that time in my life, I was only 19. I was loving life. And I was just like, okay, I didn't find... The, the pub, but it was a lovely walk along to Southport. It sounds like you really enjoyed it. I yeah. did. It was uh, the again, fact that, yeah. you, that you <laughs> didn't even realize you're in a new town. I know. I thought you were walking for 45 <laughs> minutes. Yeah, well, again, it's like, you know, no concept of time. Uh, I was always notoriously bad with directions then as well. I say I'd like to think I've got better, but uh, as I'm sat with two of my former colleagues here, uh, last Christmas or last winter, I did end up driving beyond Whistler and got to Pemberton. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> I forgot so, about that. Yeah, I know. Like, to bring that up uh, I could have just kept quiet uh, but yeah Pem- Pemberton uh, a little bit further north beyond Whistler it was a complete white out that day so I guess this does tie into not quite being abroad but uh, and yeah. my most recent mishap in the directional uh, yeah, mm. so it ended up in Pemberton. Uh, so uh, the company out there, Whistler Connection, can be Pemberton Connection uh, for when I'm on the case. <laughs> but uh, So that was that. Uh, how about yourself, Mikey? When were you last lost, mate? Uh, I don't think it was last lost. I'm, I'm trying to think because some that aren't uh, super long. There's a, there's, an, there's a story in Copenhagen involving LSD that I probably shouldn't talk about. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Another one where I broke my friend's nose in Phuket. Just again, just flying but past these little. These sound little, great. Little, 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 little too long, too long for today's episode. Uh, teasing you guys, teasing. You. Yeah. <laughs> nah, nah. This, this, this one. I thought I'd do one where I actually got lost in Vancouver. One of the only times. It was the second day that I was here in Vancouver, staying at the mm-hmm. same sun. I don't know if you remember Ryan, but they when I stayed there, they did these like little day trips. Oh yeah. And they organized by the hostel it was just like someone working at the hostel that would just take a group of you out for free. You just sign up. Not like qualified professional guides or anything. <laughs> no, no, no. <clears throat> but uh, so we were going to Lynn Canyon or Lynn Valley, whatever you want to call it, which is what, 20, 25 minute drive from downtown maybe mm-hmm. on a good day. Um, so we took public transport over there. There was probably a group of 12 of us. And uh, we're walking around and, you know, it's, it's uh, for those of you not from Vancouver, there's a, it's a big steep canyon with a beautiful river running through it, some waterfalls, some bridges crossing and beautiful forests surrounding it. So we're walking around and I'm getting chummy with a, another Aussie fella and a, and a Kiwi and we're kind of at the, the back of the pack walking around and we're getting ready to go and this was in February. So starting to get pretty dark pretty early mm-hmm. and uh, the Kiwi fella was just like, oh, let's just, you know, fuck the others. Let's just, you know, kind of go for a, let's explore down here, go on a bit of an adventure. And it was my own fault. He peer pressured me into doing it and we got completely lost. And it was getting dark. It was February. It was getting cold. The group was well and truly gone. And we're down by the river and we can't find the bridge to cross. We are just so far downstream. We're completely turned around somehow. And I'm, I'm in a panic. I'm, I'm panicked because <laughs> I cannot survive. This is your second day night. in Vancouver. Second night. I'm thinking <laughs> how are we going to survive the night in the fucking forest? How were those, how <laughs> yeah. were those chums doing? Were they sharing your panic or were they... The Aussie eating? guy, I think, was, was stoned because <laughs> he just didn't <laughs> seem to care about anything. And the Kiwi fellow was just like, nah, nah, it's, it's, it's all right, guys. We'll just, we'll, we'll build a... We'll build a bridge. <laughs> oh, nice. Optimistic. Build a fucking bridge. <laughs> <laughs> what, you fucking lumberjack now and an engineer yeah. and a carpenter. 
I actually think it was a carpenter. <laughs> maybe, maybe that was the way to go. He Sweaty just palms. starts getting big rocks and throwing them in. Stepping stones. And I'm like, but it's deep. And he goes, if we throw enough rocks in, it'll, it'll create like a dam and we can just yeah. walk How across it. How deep was it? Like, mate, we're going to have to throw about 5,000 fucking... <laughs> But huge do you think rocks he was in just there. like Moses gonna like part the river and <laughs> I think so. lead R- you guys to Ryan's the other getting side? Uh, watermelon flashbacks for <laughs> <Yeah>. today. <laughs> there's a PTSD yeah. sounds like the watermelons would have been heavier than the rocks but yeah so this makes my anxiety even worse because I'm like not only am I going to be mm-hmm. here all night in the cold but I'm here with this fucking madman and uh, I'm like I'm going I'm I'm just choosing a direction and I'm going to go you can come yeah. if you want they end up following me, thankfully. We somehow get back to public transport and we be- get back to Vancouver and we get back to the hostel and we go down to the beaver there, that the the bar that's attached. And they had already been there. for They'd been drinking for four hours. We got back four hours later. <laughs> it was pitch black about 10 o'clock at night. And, um, yeah, that was, a, that was a bit of experience. Um, yeah, so that's, that's one that, uh, that stands out. Yeah, yeah, nice and local as well. Very yes. nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cool. Ryan, anything that po- I know we sprung this on you. Yeah, no, right. I've got like the best story for this. Uh, it was in um, Bali. I don't know whether everyone's been to Gilly Tea in Bali. I haven't been down there. So it's like this tiny little island, like just off the mainland. Like there's no public transport or anything on there, like or any mm-hmm. car, no cars or anything. You, the only way to get around is like bicycle or like horse and cart or anything. Horse cart's really weird, but it's the way to get around, <laughs> right? The no, seriously, it's so weird. Um, but me and my friend were staying on there and it's like a jungle, like a teeny little jungle. And then you've got like the beach and the bars and on the outskirts. But our hostel was like right in the middle of the jungle, right? So I was like, oh, let's go watch the sunset at the, at the beach. We'll have a few cocktails and we'll cycle back. So obviously I didn't realize sunset, it gets dark, doesn't it? So <laughs> yeah, that's, that's one of the characteristics. But I mean, I knew it did, but like did, didn't think it was going to get super dark. Anyway, so we're like, right, we'll cycle back. But we like missed a turning to go because like it was super windy lanes through the, like bushy through the bushes and everything, and um, yeah, basically we couldn't find our hostel for like two hours. Like we're just cycling around this forest and everything. Mm. It was terrifying at night. I'm there, you know, cracking jokes like, "Oh, this is a horror movie." My mate's like, "I'm gonna kill you, seriously, shut the fuck up." And then what's made it worse was from the we must have been somewhere near the outskirts of the beach. We heard like there must have been people like around a campfire singing or whatever. But I don't know what they were singing, but it sounded like a cult chanting something. So I'm there like, we're going to get murdered. We're going to get chopped up and everything. (laughs) And it turned out we'd actually circle past our hostel about 10 times. (laughs) (laughs) Because there was no lights. We wouldn't lit up. We were just like, oh, that looks like our place. Oh, shit. Yeah. (laughs) So how big was this island? So small. Like, I mean, big enough that there's a few bars and like like a few hostels on there. If you wanted to cycle from one mm -hmm. side to the other, how long would it take? 30 minutes. Okay, so yeah, relatively. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, but, but you still went past it 10, ten times. Yeah, and but it was heard, very dark. We were in the jungle. So yeah. Did was, you hear the chanting 10 times too? Like every time it's like, it's getting louder again. And then, oh. It, and yeah. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> and no. did you ever find out what the chanting was? No, literally never. Oh. And I don't want to know, to be honest. Someone was missing, missing down to breakfast the next day. So <laughs> there's a little kid that was. <laughs> but yeah, it was like, it was terrifying for like five minutes. I was kind of enjoying it because, you know, it was a bit like. Yeah, that's a story. But my mate was terrified, and in just in general, I'm awful with directions. Like, me and my friend went to Whistler the other day, and we 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wasn't sure. And just one road <laughs> to get to Whistler. <laughs> and we went on like just like a hike up one of the mountains, and I had my phone out, but the way we were going, it said to go. It just the arrow kept moving the other way, and I was like, "This is definitely wrong." So we must have walked back and forth about five times. <laughs> so I was going to actually bring that up because I asked my girlfriend if she could remember any good stories when we were in Europe about. Uh, getting lost or anything like that. And she said, well, very logically, like it's pretty hard to get lost nowadays with technology and having a GPS in all our pockets and things like that. <laughs> but that fucking arrow on Google maps <laughs> throws you off and so it can much. be, yep. yeah, way less helpful than, uh, cause you yeah, don't know whether yeah. like the arrow is pointing your way or the phone's way. Like, yeah. does that make sense? Yeah. Well, or it'll say you're going the right way, and then it's you look again, and it's flipped you around. Yeah, and then so. you refresh, and it's like you've gone, walked 100 meters your in the wrong direction or yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, I guess, coming with uh, driving as well, like GPS, like so many people. You're just trusting oh, yeah. a little little box you've got there. you got no reason to doubt it, but no real reason to, you know, not doubt it. You wonder yeah. how people got around, like, before those things, though, to be fair. Like, you get maybe lost, like, a couple of hundred meters or whatever. Those big fold-out like, maps the proper races you buy from a... Gas station. I, I don't know about you guys. I don't know if it's because I'm signed up to a cheap internet server, but you know you yeah. got the little blue dot that's supposed to be you, mm-hmm. and then you got like a more clearish blue circle around yeah. it that says, yeah. "Oh, but this is the error. You could be within this." My one is the whole size of Metro fucking Vancouver. <laughs> it's one blue circle. It's like you could be anywhere in Vancouver. I, I swear to God. Man. Um, well, I think the. What makes Ryan and James, at least when you guys got lost, you had a you know couple of frothies in there. So you're kind of a a bit lighthearted. Like with James, you know, it's kind of fun to go for a drunken walk. That's why I didn't really care. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. there there was no Mm -hmm. Google Maps. There's no nothing. Just you're going to see a church. I didn't even question it. I was like, cool. I'm sure I'll come to it. I was like, you know what? And then yeah, Yeah. had to taxi it back uh, that day. And my mates like, where you been? I was like, Southport. But anyway, uh, yeah, well, it's nice to hear we got some local tales and yeah. uh, some European ones there. Some, yeah, childhood tales. <laughs> yeah. yeah, very good. Potentially um, traumatizing. <laughs> yeah, and we kind of botched the intro to that segment, but uh, going forward, we will call this, we're going left, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I like that one. I like I that one. So. Yeah. So okay. What really threw me off was was Eric's kind of hype game. <laughs> I know. Well, I wanted to go backwards up the list, and then Eric oh. thought I hadn't. I'd misunderstood. Should yeah. we have an intervention? Is Eric going to too many like rap festivals and rap? Kids? <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> no, that was great. Um, did we have anybody send anything in, or nobody bothered? Did they? Yeah. Um, well, nobody nobody shared any tales of. Uh, themselves being lost i actually reached out to a couple people thinking i could jog a few memories um i um asked my brother for one i i know he did some uh, traveling in eastern africa um this winter and spring and he said uh well i could tell you about the time royce and i uh his friend uh, hitched a ride with a stranger named Melvin and uh, got a ride from um, Mal- or to Malawi from Dar es Salaam in Tanzania. All right, but he okay. never did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love. I, so, uh, I, I especially love a stranger named Melvin as well. Like, yeah, uh, like, <laughs> knows his name. Um, but uh, we did. We did get an email. So in the solo episode we recorded last week, we uh, received some correspondence from. Um, a new character on the show uh, who's introduced themselves to us via email called the Broadcast Bandit. They're right again. Mm. And um, 
Yeah, they uh, they they had a follow up uh, because they only heard the episode we did with Alexis and thought that we had just skipped over their email. So that gets touched on. Um, <laughs> the email is called "Poems Are Stupid." And it says, greetings, uh, roses are red, violets are blue. I treat my rhyming with dread. I need new toenail clippers. <laughs> <laughs> nice little bit of uh, poetry there. Yeah. And then it says, just wanted to say I thoroughly enjoyed your latest episode, but I also wanted to say don't forget about your friendly neighborhood bandito. I'll always be in the shadows, always be around the next corner, always waiting in the deep end of the pool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to read slam that far with, some podcast, with some podcast-based heat. <laughs> now and for always, the broadcast bandit. Referred to themselves as the bandito, could they be a little bit Spanish a little or a little bit... Uh, I've got some theories to follow up off the air um, yeah, with, uh, yep. with Let, this one. We won't discuss on air, perhaps. No, 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 no. Because R- Ryan, I'm still suspicious of James and yeah. Eric. It could be one of those. Well, I that's, think, what, you know, that's what the bandit would say. Throw us off the scent. Oh, you played this yeah. game uh, Podcast snitches get podcast stitches, right? <laughs> so, yeah. uh, but yeah. uh, fear not, bandit. We did not skim over your amazing no. email, so you will hear that but now you're going to hear this one a week later so yeah no so i so i answered to them just giving them a little insight to our recording schedule and uh stuff i mean Uh, we're professionals we have a proper schedule where we're ahead of time we don't just you know squeeze recordings in just before we release despite literally everything we've led you to believe up until this point (laughs) we're actually (laughs) a little bit ahead of the game in the fact of uh how we produce these things it's Mm. all about the prep yeah yeah I'll, I'll say Liz, yeah. you're not going to lose this one then, no? No. No. Thanks for that. Okay, very serious. <laughs> I've said like watermelon story like three times now, is it? Now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sick of it. <laughs> oh, man. Nah, we'll uh, we'll uh, get this in the safe. Yes. I did take over looking after the SD card for a couple of months after that. Mm-hmm. After no. that shampoo. Podcasts have never been safer. Um, <laughs> but uh, But yeah. yeah. I think uh, I think that wraps us up for this week. Yeah, absolutely. So, Ryan, again, we uh, we really appreciate you coming back on hey, the show. Yeah, appreciate you having me back. You've came on as our first Welsh guest. Maybe we'll have you on as the first Irish one, like we said. Awesome. Um, do you have anything you want to plug or promote or uh, anything like that? Uh, no, I think just hi to all the fans and that. <laughs> okay, there you go. Bandy show. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. All, and all his furniture's up for sale. So. Oh, yeah, all that. <laughs> Buy his <Market>. furniture. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but yeah. We do want to say as well on that note of, uh, you know, our fans, uh, thank you to all of those new likes we've had again this week mm-hmm. on our Facebook page. We are pushing 200 likes now. So, yes. uh, you know, very grateful for yes. that. Yeah, maybe we'll do a little, another bonus or, or something if we... Uh, if we hit 200 likes, but uh, yeah, keep uh, keep liking us on Facebook. In terms of the Instagram, we're trying to be more on it than ever with uh, promoting stuff, letting you guys know what's up, asking you for emails, and we'd really appreciate it if you would actually do that or DM the Instagram or whatever you want to do. But that email is livingabroadcast at gmail.com. You know it. You love it. I'm tweeting episode <laughs> links over on the Twitter, livingabroadpod. We have eight followers. Um, so... <laughs> Good work, man. Killing the well Twitter done. game. Yeah. Soon to be um, 8 million, though, right? Hell yes. Ooh. Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> Almost poked James Island. <laughs> He's getting so excited. Oh, yeah. my gosh. So for this week, I've been Eric. I've been James. Mikey. Thank you for listening.